He said, Adil said something really good. He said that everyone sins differently. Yeah. And I love that. But here's my thing. I think that since everyone sins, I think that as long as the people are not, well, not as long. Let me rephrase that. I think it's a pretty big deal if people are sinning publicly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like Instagram. Yeah. If people who are storing haram things, what are they doing? You know what they're doing? Yeah. Spreading corruption. You don't think people look up to certain other individuals on Instagram and it, whether they're good looking or this is this, they see one girl wearing a skirt. So then yeah. she looks really good in it. I want to, I, I look up to these girls. That's what everyone does on Instagram. Yeah, they yeah. all look up to someone, everyone yeah. on Instagram. Then they're going to start wearing a skirt. I feel like that's spreading corruption. And I think that's a really, really big yeah, deal. There's, a, there's definitely a difference between sinning in private and sinning in public, right? Yeah. I, I think when you're sinning in public, like, especially like when you're posting stuff on social media, like, that's you saying you're proud of the sin. Because, like, think about it. What do you what do you post on social media? Do you do you post, like, normal stuff or do you post stuff that's, like, you cool? Po- yeah, you post, like, like, the highlights, the right? glam. Yeah, so so yeah. you're, like, promote, you're like saying, like, hey, like, I'm proud of this. Like, yeah. I, just, I just spend the night drinking at a club. Yeah. Woohoo. You know, yeah. like, hell, like I'm, I'm a badass. You know, like. I mean, mature people know that's stupid. <laughs> right. But, like, but to them, they're like, oh, this is just super cool. Yeah. But they're, they're promoting the sin. And I think that's the worst part is they're, they're, glor- they're like, basking in the sin. Like, like acting and thinking it's great. But even without that, just even on a general daily basis, right? Like, you're supposed to be, like, accountable for yourself. And if you see someone else doing something wrong, like, you can't say something about it, right? Like, for example, if I see one day Taha's drinking, not to throw Taha under the bus, but no, I was kidding. No, let's say, but it's, like, my responsibility as his brother, as a Muslim brother, yo, dog, like, that's not the move. That's a really good question. I, okay, we see a lot of people on Instagram doing haram. Yeah. Are we supposed to swipe up on every single story? No, I mean, obviously... My wife would be very mad if I told you not to wear a <laughs> No, okay, that... I mean, obviously, circumstance is different, right? But, like, there's ways to go about it, too, right? Like, you're not going to go after some girl about, like, oh, you shouldn't... Or guys. Like, or guys, sorry. Yeah. Uh, guy, or girls. I'm saving myself No, here. no, me too. I don't want to... <laughs> you know, you don't... I mean, understandably. Here's another thing, too. Generally speaking, if you just go up to a random person and you, like, approach them like that, they're just going to be like, who the hell are you to tell me? Exactly. You know what I mean? 100%. So, I mean, and also, the first thing they're going to tell you is, bro, is, like, you're a sinner, too, so you better check yourself first. Exactly. <laughs> so how do you know that you can tell Taha not to drink alcohol, but you can't tell someone else? Well, I'm closer to Taha than I am closer to X, Y, and Z, right? It's a bomb. It's a bomb. I think it becomes a point where, like, you have to re- you have to see, will me saying something help or hurt the situation? Right? Like, if I'm, if I'm telling somebody I'm close to, hey, yo, like, like chill out like, is what you're doing yeah, yeah, wrong yeah. it makes an impact if I try some random person and say go, go after yourself like um, I, do what I, I do what I want and it brings an arrogance into them where they do it even more here's another thing too that you need to bring up as well it's about how you do it too Yeah. for yeah, example yeah. if I see I don't know why I keep throwing Taha's name on the bus Taha's the guy for today man. Do it, do it. but like okay fine X person that like you just go up to him they're drinking I'm not gonna be like Yo, bro, that's how I'm to stop doing it. Like, maybe you should try taking a different approach. Don't, especially, and this is a huge thing too, because like, let's just let's be completely honest. You have a bunch of like random guys out there telling like random girls like, "Oh, where's your hijab? Where's this? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that?" No, that's it, just causing like, these guys. They're not saying like, even like that is somewhat okay. Like, hey, like you should be wearing a hijab. It's fine. These guys are like, oh, like, even Shaitan is confused. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like, that's the trolling like, it, it, it element. It becomes the point where it's like more of a bashing than a helpful thing. Yeah. Like, don't like, if you see a girl wearing like a skirt like Ross said. took his history. They post them on Instagram. If you don't go on the Instagram comment. Hey, like you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Like you DM them. Hey, like you know I care about you. Yeah. I care about your akhara. Like I don't mean no malice by this. I just want to advise you or whatever. Say it in a respectful way. Like tell them you're not judging. Like it, it has to be in like a 
in a hopeful way. If you do it in like a rude way. Biggest thing is make sure you do it in private. Don't try to publicly humiliate somebody. Yeah. And I also feel like uh, there is a hadith, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying that talk to people based off of their level. And then now that level could be several different things. Level of knowledge, level of status, exactly. ETC. There's an example of Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to, uh, you probably know this, but one, I think it's Umar. He grabbed him by the collar and he said, oh, uh, son of so-and-so, when are you going to accept your Lord? And he grabbed him by his collar so tight that said they didn't think he was going to let go. And the guy accepted Islam. Then there was another individual where Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam just said, talking nicely and softly to a guy, he said, when are you going to accept Islam? The guy was so shy that he couldn't not say, yeah. okay, I accept. <laughs> I mean, you know? Prophet's in front of you, bro. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? <laughs> so I feel like yeah. even when, when talking to other people about Islam, you have to understand firstly. Yeah. I feel like most people don't understand. Yeah. And the reason why I don't think they understand is because they haven't reached a certain level of consciousness to to feel the energy of the, uh, another individual yeah. to know how much they can say. Yeah. I feel like that's a really, really big thing. Yeah, I think you should definitely try to see where that other person is coming from, right? Yeah. Like, and try to understand their psychology, right? Like, if X, Y, and Z is drinking, why are they drinking? Did something bad happen in their life to where yeah. they got pushed to that point? Yeah. Then once you kind of understand where their head is at, then you can kind of like make a plan like, oh, maybe this is the way I should go about how do I approach this? Yeah. You know? Like there's certain individuals in my life that I know who do a lot of sins and they have like no hope in Islam. It's good. This is this. These people need to understand the mercy of Allah 100%. in order for them to be, hmm, okay, maybe it's not that bad. So, yeah, level of understanding, I feel like. Is I think a lot, another thing going back to this is that I think a lot of people, they only hear about, like, the punishment. And this is, uh, who said it? Uh, I think Sheikh Suhaib Webb. He's like, has anybody ever told you that it's haram to, like, how do I say this? Like, you basically lower the degree of Allah's mercy. Ya Allah. SubhanAllah. He's the most forgiving. SubhanAllah. Most forgiving. SubhanAllah. This is a simple game, bro. People, when, like... If, if you sin, it's seriously as simple as just going and say, Ya Allah, I'm going to try better not to do yeah. it. Just forgive me. Yeah. And just, just I mean, just I mean everybody's on their own journey too, right? Like Everyone's say, on their own journey. Like no you're gonna, you're, you do whatever sin you do. You you do your best to repent, ask for forgiveness. You might relapse. Yeah. You go back to forgiving. As long yep. as you're sincere every single time, you just kind of have to live with the results. Yeah. You know, subhanAllah, I think there's a hadith saying uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he was talking to his angels. And he said, this person, he committed a sin and I forgave him when he asked for repentance, when he uh, mm. asked for uh, whatever. Forgiveness. Then he committed forgiveness. Yeah. Then he committed a sin again. He came to Allah, did the same thing. Allah said, I forgive him again. He did it again. And then again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that my slave has continuously came back to me. Allow him, let him do whatever he wills. And not in the sense where you could just do whatever, but yeah, yeah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala understands that this guy, no matter what sin he's going to commit, because we're all human, we're going to commit sins, he's going to come back. So no matter what he does, accidentally out of a moment of weakness subhanAllah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to continuously yeah. forgive him exactly there is this guy who's going to be on the day of judgment angels are going to be dragging him to Jahannam and he's going to call it to Allah ya Allah help me help me help me help me please help me and Allah is going to be like why did you not know that what you were doing was a sin did you not know that you were sinning he said ya Allah I did but I believe that your mercy, that, that you will be merciful to me and forgive me. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, my slave has relied on my mercy. Therefore, I'm going to forgive him. While being dragged to Jahannam. Just because he said, yeah, I know it was sinning, but I was, I, I knew you would forgive me. I, I believed you were going to forgive me. And I said, all right, well, you believed it. Here you go. And there's a, there's a, I don't know, I think it's a hadith that says, Allah SWT is who you believe he is. Yeah. It's in the Quran. It's in the Quran. So like, if you believe he's just like ruthless. Exactly. Like, a stuck for a like yeah. entity, that's how you're gonna be treated. But if you believe he's a loving, caring person or entity, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a forgiving entity, then Allah's gonna forgive you. 
And I think also a huge point to that is that it also depends on how you're taught Islam too. Yeah. If you're always taught that Islam is like this super strict religion, you know, it's like yeah. this, it's like that. Like, no wonder people are going to think like, yo, Bro. this is the most strict religion. Why would I ever be a part of it? Right. Yeah. Because you hear like people like, uh, what's his name? Sheikh Abdulman Murphy. I was infatuated with this guy because I just loved hearing him talk. But he was talking so much about like forgiveness. Like, doesn't matter what you do. At the end of the day, go back and ask for forgiveness and go from there. SubhanAllah. 100%. I feel like, think about it. Our parents, when we would get a B or a C, they would be upset with us. Yeah. And instead of asking, hey, what's wrong? <laughs> they would get angry at us, right? So, of course, they're going to teach religion in the aspect of, dude, don't go to yeah. hell, don't go to hell, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, it said that someone, I think it was a hadith, someone asked Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, how should we, should I worship Allah out of fear? Should I worship Allah out of love? Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave an example of a bird. And his left wing is fear, right is love. So it needs to be 100% equal with each other, where it's a balance, where you don't commit a sin because you fear Allah, and you do all the uh, acts of worship of Allah SWT because you love Allah SWT. Exactly. And then with that balance, inshallah, you really have a better understanding who Allah SWT is. You know? And then you can have an understanding of how merciful He is as well, too. Alhamdulillah. SubhanAllah. The answers are there, man. It's just everybody has to kind of do their research. You know, I genuinely feel that everyone should like read, read a little bit of the Quran in English, too. You know, like you really understand. It was this mother who was talking to me about her child who's young and she's forcing him to read the Quran and he doesn't want to anymore. And she's like, he's getting to the age where he's just refusing to do it. I said, how is he reading the Quran? Arabic or English? She said, Arabic. He's a the Desi child, so he doesn't know any Arabic. I said, if you're going to force him to do it, at least force him to do it in English. That way he may gain some knowledge from it that when he grows up later on, it'll guide him to the right path. Well, that's another thing too, is forcing the kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, definitely if you keep be forcing. forcing someone to do something, the chances of them doing that is very small. Right? I understand, yeah. like he's your child. I mean, at the end of the day, he's gonna listen to you. But yeah. show him why. Yeah, like read Quran because of this, as yeah. opposed to like this is what you have to do. This is what you have to do. Yeah, it's about the relationship one has with God. They have to understand what the relationship that they have in this world and with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to then understand why you should be reading Quran. Yeah, but that's you know? what, that's what we said earlier, right? Like that's where Islam is like a religion for mature people. Is like then you understand why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, back to what you said about everybody should read the Quran in English. Like, you know how a lot of people in this world say, hey, I, I want Allah to show me a miracle, right? I, I want to see a miracle to, 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 to believe, right? We hear this all the time. Yeah. I kid you not, we have a miracle and that's the Quran. I, whatever you're going through, literally, I, There's an this answer. happened so many times to me, I can't even count. Or like, I'm, I'm having some sort of issue, some sort of, you know, internal conflict. Open up the country to a random page. Literally just op open it down the middle into a random page. Mm -hmm. And I read it like a paragraph or two and it something clicks in my head that relates back to what I was struggling with. And yeah, that's not a miracle. What is? It's a mind reader. That's how I describe yeah. the Quran. It's a mind reader. I mean, a people, random page. Like just literally op take a book, open it in half and just read. I mean, people don't understand that like certain problems we're having today, it's not like it just started today, right? Yeah. Like the Prophet Wasallam, like there were the similar problems that happened back in his time that we're dealing with still today. So Quran is a timeless book. Timeless book, subhanAllah. Like there was people committing zina at the time of Prophet too. Like it's not, it's not, it's <laughs> not, not new, saying. right? It's not, it's not new. Like we say, oh, it's so hard. It, it was hard back then too. Like, like it's like, I mean, just, just think about it. If you can sin literally in the city of Prophet Muhammad <laughs> with him like across like, like I don't I don't think I understand how small yeah. like Medina was at the time. <laughs> like, like anybody who's been to like like um, the, the masjid yeah. in, that was the entire city. The masjid was the entire city. Oh it's not like Houston. It's literally <laughs> like like a two 
block radius in downtown. Yeah. Where that was the entire city. So literally, like, Muslim, like, right there, Obaka, right there, like, Omar Dutton's right there. It's, it's like, it, you're, you're there, yet you're still committing sin. Like, it's not, it's definitely not anything new. It's the, the hard, the, the, the new challenge is you're not, you're not going back to the roots. You're not reading the Quran. You're not, you're not doing anything Islamic. So how, how do you think it's going to be easy if you're not, if you're completely turned away from Allah? Like, we're not, we're not Christians. It's not like, oh, I just believe Allah and I'm good. Another thing that plays a huge role, who you surround yourself with. You know, you surround yourself with people that are committing sins, you're probably going to end up doing the same thing, right? That's why I'm surrounding myself with you right now. Why do you think I'm here? Alhamdulillah. Look, everything we're seeing right now, it's a reminder for all of us, right? Yep. Myself included. You know, it's not like just because you're half is you're like free you're of sin. You're a holy man, dude. You, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not like I have a straight ticket too. <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't commit sins. I don't believe that. What Bruh. sin do you commit? Prove it. Everybody who's watching Prove this, me. he's lying to you. Prove to us, prove to us, bro. Never, bro, think, another Islamic rule never boast about your sins <laughs> <laughs> it's so true bro think about this bro when we enter the day of judgment and let's assume inshallah we're going to be amongst the believers okay? inshallah we're going to see Prophet Muhammad his beautiful face bro think about how important this individual is for the whole humanity that has ever existed only due to his dua to Allah subhanahu wa on day of judgment will the judgment day start subhanallah and he's gonna be waiting for you. Oh my God! At the gate of Jannah, Inshallah. handing you water. Inshallah. You know how like 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 he's waiting on you. Like that's a that's a huge thing. Oh man! Like goosebumps. <laughs> he's listening. Like I, I can't wait for my people to come see me. Like he he called. What was the word he used? I, his brothers. My my. Uh, yeah, yeah, brothers. I'm waiting so. for my brothers. And the Sahaba said, "Are we not your brothers?" He said, "No, no, no. You see me. You're my companions. Those guys who believe me without seeing me are my brothers." So mm. he put us on a pedestal. He's waiting Mashallah. for us. It's a lot to take in, man. Man, I love him. I love him, bro. I don't know too much about Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but man, I think I love him. I really do. With the moment I make eye contact with the Prophet of Allah, sallam, man. You go make you can have your own time with Prophet Muhammad as he That's hands crazy. you when he hands you a drink. 